Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Smallman and Carriker, Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Great to have you with us and great to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. For our weekly visit with Dan McLaughlin, you'll hear him at 10 o'clock with Scoops with Danny Mac here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Good morning. How are you? Everything's well, except for the fact that baseball isn't talking. The owners aren't talking to the players. There appears to be no dialogue. Now, that's being reported. Hopefully, there's something going on behind the scenes. But, man, what we hear over the weekend certainly doesn't lead us to believe that good things are happening. My understanding is, Randy, that the owners will have a conference call today at some point to discuss a season, and we will have baseball this year. I, I firmly believe that. Now, the, the problem is is that if the owners just slam down the 48- or 50-game proposal, all bets are off on what the season may look like. You know, they, they, you could have, let's say, a great example would be George Springer, who's a free agent-to-be, and George goes out and says, yeah, sure, I'll be there. He plays one day, or Mookie Betts, another free agent to be, and uh, they play one day, and you know what? My hammy hurts. I've uh, got a bad elbow, yeah, having some neck problems. Boy, those neck problems just uh, went for the 50 games that we were supposed to play, and lo and behold, I'm a free agent. I mean, I, I could see those kind of things happening uh, with the season, and you just wonder about the viability of a 48- or 50-game season as opposed to, even though it's not great, an 81-game season – and if you had an 81-game season, there would be give and take to make that happen. If it's a 48- or 50-game season, the union gets their prorated salaries, the owners don't have to pay as, uh, as much for the games, and it's, it's all over. And the players easily could say at that point, by the way, you wanted us to wear mics during games? Nope, that's not going to happen. You wanted 14 teams into postseason play? Nope, we're just going to do 10. And, it, and it, it really just goes back and forth, and then it sets up what, my real concern is what could happen in spring of 2021 and uh, pray to God that we have a vaccine or something that allows us to gather next spring um, and you have the quote unquote normal season. But remember they're going into another labor dispute after that year. So it does kind of set the stage for that too. Dan, I know you, probably don't have the answer to this, but after you've just laid everything out so eloquently about all, all of the things that could happen if a deal doesn't get... You got to remember, Michelle, <laughs> hold on. You got to remember, this is what I do for my life. This is what I've dedicated my life to outside my family. So I read everything. Yes. Okay. I read everything. I talk to people. It doesn't mean it's right. doesn't mean it's wrong. And uh, I know you're going into another question. It's just, I'm fully vet invested in this. So right. 
you know, I'm I'm sick. I, I got to get away from it. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the way that you just laid that out. These are these are the concerns that baseball fans have. We are sitting here sure. saying, what is it? What is it going to look like if you guys don't come to some sort of a resolution here? And if it's just forced, and it 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 could just be really bad. Even if they do play, do you think that owners have realized that they've come to the point in these conversations where they're going to have to consider everything that you just laid out and really be sure and careful with the next proposal or the next thing that they say to the Players Association? It's a great question. The damage has been done in in certain respects. For instance, a guy like myself that is fully invested in this sport, make a living off the sport, I love the sport, I don't want to see anything happen to it in a negative manner, Um, a guy like me that is, or even a fan that's just diving into the news and watching the... Here's the thing. I mean, there's nothing else going on. So when you have these leaks... They make major headlines where before, if you didn't have um, the coronavirus and they were going into a labor dispute, yeah, you'd hear some leaks, but it wouldn't take on the greater importance that it has because nothing else you know, distracts us. I, I think that the casual fan, and it is, I think, a, a fascinating question. If, if they came out today and said, we've got baseball, we all have short memories. We really do. And I think the casual fan, and it's, it's really interesting what I hear when I go out and people talk to me like, well, wait a minute, baseball's coming back, right? Like they don't have any understanding of what's going on with this stuff. That if baseball comes back, um, a good majority of the fans kind of live and forget, right? They say, well, there's some bickering going on, and uh, they got through it. They played a season, wasn't great, but now we look forward to a full year in 2021 and bygones be bygones, where – when you're fully invested into it, like we are, um, we see these things and it worries us. I, and I hope I'm explaining that well. I, I think mm-hmm. the casual fan will sit there and say, well, it's happened before, but they're playing, so I'm in. Where those that are fully invested uh, realize that that's, there's, some, there's some real problems on the horizon. And it goes back for many, many years in labor disputes. But most recently in 2016, when the labor agreement was extended, I, I, you know, looking at it now in retrospect, to me, the players got taken to the woodshed, and they don't want that to happen again. And Dan, with that being the case, it, it appears the power behind the throne of the Players Association is Scott Boris, and this is just a perception thing for me because he played the game. I, I know that he likes baseball players, but it doesn't seem to me that he really cares about the sport or the future of the sport. He's really concerned about the money that he's making right now or the, the contracts that his players get. But with the, his actions and statements over the course of the last several years, it doesn't really seem like he's a guy that cares about people's emotional investments in the game, the people that are paying the salaries, the, the customers, the fans of the game. I find it interesting that it was about a month ago he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, and I don't know if you guys read that, but it talked about how baseball can be um, a saving grace through such a tough time for all of us. And this is before social unrest. This is just dealing with the coronavirus and a shutdown. And baseball, wouldn't it be great to see them back out on Independence Day and July 4th and the first, first sport back and yada, yada, yada. And then two weeks later, when he found out guys were going to get a lot of cut in their salary, it, the tone changed real quickly. Um, follow the money. I mean, on both sides, that's what this is about. And it's unfortunate that when we have the various things that I just said, coronavirus, social unrest, so much unemployment, 
that baseball really could provide a nice outlet. It won't be what you're used to seeing. I mean, the KBO games are not the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. Part of it is because I don't know the players. The other part is there's no fans in the stands. You're watching baseball. It's like going to an American Legion game. But if you're watching Paul DeYoung and Paul Goldschmidt and Colton Wong and Max Scherzer and Bryce Harper, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. And it'd be fun to see. And maybe as we go along, there'd be some fans in the stands before it's all said and done. But uh, to your to your point, Randy, I, I just I hope they understand that, that there are a lot of people frustrated with this. I would like to think that they do, and I mean all players, agents, owners, um, front office personnel, because the sport is just getting beat up publicly, and I I hate to see it. I love this sport; it's a great sport, and it really in St. Louis defines what we do. I, the great test will be, in my in my opinion, is that if there is no baseball this year and again i think we will have some semblance of a season is watch what happens in st louis what will the crowds be like next year now this is arguably the best baseball town in the world and if fans don't come out my goodness could you imagine what's going to happen in cincinnati and pittsburgh and tampa and baltimore and some of the places that have other things that they do in the summer this is what we do in the summer for a lot of people you know, they may go to a lake, they play golf, they barbecue, they go to the Ozarks, whatever the case may be, but they, I guarantee you the casual fan will go to a game or two. This is what we do. And so if fans don't come back here, that's what would really worry me. By the way, Dan, you talk about people who just have an incredible passion for the sport, and you brought up the, the KBO games. Uh, Patrick Carricker has ordered an NC Dinos cap that's on its way. <laughs> God love him. He watches That's awesome. Every, he stays up until like 4.30 in the morning watching the, the dinos every night. I watch the replays. They, they, by the way, did you guys, I don't know if you've seen this, but they put um, stuffed animals and stuff yeah, you know, in, the, in the stands. And it did look like if you were just kind of flipping through the TV, it was like, oh, they got fans. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? You know, there's a giraffe in the front row. I mean, it was, it was kind of crazy looking, but... Um, the games have been entertaining still for me, yeah. and maybe it's just because there's nothing else going on, and I I don't really binge-watch a lot of things anyway. With four kids, I'm running all over the place, so um, I but I will stop and watch a baseball game. Hell, I, I sat there. There was somebody, I think it might have been Trey Young, played in a pickup game the other day, and it was on social media, and I sat and watched that. I mean, that's we want sports. Sports is important. Competition, I, man. We're addicted to competition. We are, and I, I hope we can pull this thing off. I'm concerned when I see what happened at Alabama with five players tested positive, the, you know, the coronavirus, and uh, Oklahoma State had it. And, you know, we can talk about all these sports coming back. The virus will dictate whether or not it happens. Uh, the NBA is going to come out this week with a litany. Apparently it's over 100 pages of safety guidelines of coming back. We saw MLBs was at 67. It can be done, um, but, man, I just – I just uh, I, I don't like to see the sport getting beat up, and I, I think that's where we're at right now. Danny Mack, great stuff. Thank you very much. We'll see you for the crossover at 945. See you then. Thanks, guys. You're the man. Appreciate it.